Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the DJ Sessions Presents the Virtual Sessions. I'm your host, Darren, and right now I'm sitting in the virtual studios in Seattle, Washington, and coming in from, you know, I forgot to ask, pre-show where DJ Tiger from Full Blast Radio is coming in from. Where are you coming in from today, Tiger? I am originally from Strong Island, New York, but I'm in Atlanta. As Atlanta now. now. Hometown, New York. There we go. Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for coming on the series today. A lot to talk about. Um, had a great conversation pre-show. So let's just dive right into it. Full Blast Radio. Tell our DJ Sessions fans all about Full Blast Radio. Well, I mean, um, I actually started it um, in about 2016. Um, I didn't like where... Well, radio was going at the time with the direction of the music. So I said, hey, I'm going to just start my own and play, you know, what I like, what I grew up to, you know. And, um, you know, at first it was just a hobby, just playing it. Um, and I was also playing music on a local uh, college station uh, in Stony Brook. And um, from there, it just started growing a little bit more. I started getting online, doing it on my YouTube Um and then before you know it, uh, when I moved out of New York in 2017, um, I started doing even more of it, uh, started rebranding it. And uh, before I knew it, you know, I had a bunch of new followers, uh, some of them that turned into good friends, which I call Full Blast Tribe. Uh, they've been rocking with me and supporting me uh, on this journey. And uh, it's been a blessing, it's been a real blessing. Um, and fast forward to 2022, um, still doing it, uh, create merch for the, the station. Um, uh, we do podcast shows, uh, starting to get that more off the ground as far as on YouTube. Um, cause you know, obviously with music, playing music on YouTube, you know, still a no, no. Um, but the Twitch has grown and, uh, it's, it's been, it's been growing ever since. Yeah, we gotta we gotta always give shout outs to Twitch and our 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 success that we've seen with the platform after doing live streaming for so many years. We started back in the day uh, in 2009 using UStream and Livestream, and right. it was always a toss up back then which one to go to because mm -hmm. you know like YouTube kind of won the video online online award. You know, right. put videos on YouTube, they got the big big stuff, but. When we saw live streaming kind of as a platform, we're like, YouTube didn't have live streaming at the time. So we're right. like, okay, who's it going to be? Ustream or live stream? And Ustream kind of made a more featured kind of platform. They, they both made us a featured live stream on both mm -hmm. their platforms. But back then, bandwidth was so little that mm -hmm. I had to pay about $150 a month to get a two meg upload in my <laughs> studio, which was really more like a 0 0.6, 0 0.7 upload and even back then people were like this is dope i can watch what's going on we it looked great now we got yes. 4k hd streaming you know 20 megs nope. you know right. all exactly. cameras but but you know it was really crazy but um yeah we we got involved with twitch in in 2018 after Ustream got bought up by ibm and um you know we're made a featured partner and never looked back i mean it took us a little while like we were talking pre-show to build our brand but twitch right. had everything that we wanted in a live streaming platform. Mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, the other ones you'd watch, you could chat. But Twitch brought in the ability to take in bits, subscriptions, all that fun stuff. And uh, I really like where they were going, even though Twitch is not notably known as a music platform. Exactly. Um, you know, I had to explain to somebody the other day, uh, this is about four or five months ago, I was one of the DJs was on my show, uh, one of my residents, and he says, you know, if it wasn't for us DJs streaming on Twitch, Twitch wouldn't have blown up. And I went, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. See this number on our music, right? You see this? Yeah, see this number right here on the music that says 25,000? Let me just go show you the League of Legends room where there's 250,000. <laughs> you know, in this room over here where there's 175,000. This room over here was 400,000. Mm -hmm. And music is 25,000 total in all the people. So very small portion, but Twitch became such a force majeure in music streaming, live streaming of music, where, you know, when Facebook was shutting people down with active monitoring, YouTube, shutting people down with active monitoring. Twitch's kind of look on it, I can't officially on the record say what their official opinion is, but I will say it's kind of like, let the music industry come after us. This is right. how we interpret the rules. We're not going to pursue it because we interpret the rules like this. This is actually how the rules are. And let the music industry come after us. It's, it's been a yeah. big battle between Twitch and the music industry. Because obviously the music industry wants their cut, yeah. you know, and uh, Twitch is on the side of saying, hey, we're playing by the rules here. So, uh, but it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But yeah, again, love Twitch. And you got a good following. Let's see. You got, da, 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 yeah. you got 6,200 followers there. Yeah, we just hit our 6,000 mark uh, a few weeks, maybe two weeks ago. And then yeah. um, all of a sudden, like, like I said, we're at 6,200, almost 6,300, like. It's like I'm getting new followers. Like every time I stream, even before I stream, you can see in your chat, you know, following, following. So it's it's definitely growing. And I'm I'm watching your chat go right now. It's because it's your chat room is tied into my. I can see your chat room on my chat room through restream through how this works. Oh, okay, so okay. I'll, I'll bring in some shout outs right now. Like, uh, I mean, let's see. You got some sports score. Let's see what else. I'm oh, enjoying wow. this interview. We got Stub Rock. Yeah, that's 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 the tribe Miss, right there. Miss Cooley. Um, so you kicked Teddy Riley out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Where's the sound?" <laughs> yeah, Karee. I mean, you got people in here. You got people chat. We'll bring some of them in here in just a few moments. DJ, give a shout out. Let's see, DJ Shonda, Shonda Bland. Yeah, it's Full Blast Coalition DJs. I got trying to set a little. DJ coalition that we all rock with each other and the support is that's what's really dope about Twitch. Like well people on it that are truly support each other. And and you're not just on Twitch though. You do Instagram, you do Mixcloud, you do SoundCloud. Yeah. Tell me about Caffeine TV. Um, I feel like it's brand new, isn't it? Is you it know, it, no, it's been out for a while. And then um I know Caffeine TV now does they sponsor uh like URL battles. Um and I started using them for a while, but then I went back to YouTube. Like I was kind of going back and forth with the YouTube because you know a lot of you know my stream would get temporarily suspended, I would get a strike, you know, and all this while I had a Twitch since 2018, but I just I didn't get on their format. 
it was only until a few people was like, yo, all these DJs to come on Twitch, used to come on Twitch, you know, and then as soon as I got on, I was like, man, I should have got on two years ago, but, you know, timing is everything, but, um, yeah, I started using caffeine, and it was okay, it was just another streaming platform, but, um, as far as the DJs on there, I didn't really see an influx of DJs on it. It was a lot of TV programming going on on, on Caffeine TV, so kind of stayed away from it. I still have an account on there, but I haven't been on there for so long. You know, um, you know, the format of your show, 80s and 90s hip-hop, old-school R&B, classic house, remixes, mashups, yeah. brings me all the way back to 1992, when I got right out of high school and I went to work on my first television show, well, that's all we had back then. We had public access right. and we had broadcast television. That's all we had. Yep. I mean, you could you could have some radio if you want to do some radio, but very still far and few between because you still had SSC, FCC in there, whereas yeah. public access, it was kind of anything goes. Anything public goes, access yep. was the internet of, of, <laughs> of the land. And if you had an idea for a show, you put it on a tape, you could put it on the studio and put it out to your, your county. Uh, so if you were in King County, you had access to like 700,000 homes that you were kind of, you could go out to. It's not 700,000 people watching, but mm -hmm. in those homes, you were part of that program, part of that lineup. Right. And uh, it was a hip hop television show called the cool out network with Giorgio Brown. And, okay. uh, you know, worked on that show for a number of years. And those are kind of some golden times of, of hip hop, yeah. you know, where I, I believe, you know, I love my Easy E. I love my West Coast. I love my Biggie, but I really always loved the the original hip hop of of, of like going into like KRS One, yes. the Boogie Down Productions. Um, you know, a tribe called Quest. What I called more intelligent rap. It wasn't the gangster drugs, B's and H's. You know, um, you know. That kind of it was, it, they were, they were talking about real life situations, but it was, it just was more to me, it was more poetry, right. you know, um, right. more open mic, flow mic kind of like kind of stuff. And um, you've seen the change of, of, of all that go. What is your take on the current state of the hip hop industry now? My thing is, like, we just had a show uh, earlier where I came on here with, with a good friend, Cooks, we do every Wednesday. And to me, I'm like, this genre, like, I don't even, if they would call it something else other than hip hop, to me, it's like, it's a, like a subculture of the hip hop. But to say it's hip hop, I don't, I don't like to term it like that. Um, call me old school. Um, I just feel like the hip hop culture we grew up with, like you said, BDPs, Rock Hims, Quest, you know, it's just, that music is so timeless. This music nowadays, it's it's so microwavable. It's so, if something comes out tomorrow, it's old by next week. I remember doing a Sweet 16. This is years ago. This is kind of when Lil Wayne kind of separated and became his own. And it was a, he had a new song out. And maybe it was like six months prior. And I'm doing the Sweet 16 party and it's like they were requesting songs I didn't even hear before. I'm like, no, they even asked for the Little Wayne song that came out six months ago. And that told me, that really told me, like, wow, this music really has no longevity because the kids didn't even care for 
his song that came out that was a hot song to me like six months ago. So right then and now, I was like, yeah, this music is just, this is out, out of here. So. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I personally kind of see it as kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I, I transferred though later in life uh, and started getting in more uh, trip hop. Uh, more more down tempo ambient. Uh, Tricky was one of my bigger influences. Who came out of Massive Attack? Um, started. I didn't get old. I just I kind of got more into dance music, more into electronic music, in that okay. sense of things. And um, you know, it's just uh, uh, was just very much. I, I liked it a lot more than what I saw where hip hop and rap were going in that in that regard. And I, I, now I wonder, you know, now electronic music has become such a huge yeah. thing. Especially, well, stateside has become very huge. It was kind of always big overseas in Europe. One of the questions I ask people from time to time is being in Europe and watching the rise of the electronic music scene in the United States and seeing both versions, which one do you think is kind of better than the other? You know, and usually they say the European or the overseas version is better. There's a more mature audience. Right. There, okay. You know, then in the U.S., where you got the kids going and the girls wearing the pasties to the rays, and like, we don't do that over here very much. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. it's more like you know, you see a forty-five-year-old person chilling at the electronic music show dancing, right. whereas over here you're like, okay, I can't hang out in the kindergarten room with the kids. Yeah, you know, this is just too much. Yeah. You know, but but you know, uh, so do you uh, also take artists on and do artist interviews on your show? Correct. We we were last year we were doing we were doing a showcase every Friday. Um, it 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 tailed off just because uh like I said my, my wife was she was part of that she created that format where we were doing the interviews and then but as I got busy she got promoted with her job so that kind of got pushed to the side. I, I want to bring it back um, and tailor it a little more better. Um, we were kind of when we did it, you know we we had people on there that we were trying to create what the artists that we wanted to put out. And sometimes we were getting artists that were, let's say, doing music that you hear on the radio, you know, the auto tune, the mumble rap, the, you know, just the stuff that we didn't want to promote. We wanted to promote the artists that didn't get a say that was doing the music the, the right way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I was going back and forth with, you know, we need to pull back on what we're promoting because, you know, Full Blast Radio is about the culture of hip hop, you know, and I also do, like I said, a lot of other sets where I have a show called No Genre is Safe and I'll go into rock, house, back into club, into reggae, you know, because we just, all good music from our eras, it didn't matter what genre, as long as it was good music. So I didn't want to promote bad music from all the artists when we're supposed to be promoting, you know, good music on my platform. So I kind of pushed back on that. And hopefully we'll, we'll bring that back out of here. Yeah. Is, do you find that there's something that might be messed up in the hip hop R&B scene now, and how would we go about changing that? You know, honestly, I think I think culture 
as a whole has changed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just what's going on in, I think, in in the country. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, not just music. I think, you know, different cultures changed. Radio has changed. Um, politics has changed. So I think all of that has to do with, with the music. Because they say, you know, music speaks on maybe what's going on. And a lot of bad stuff is going on. There's a lot of bad music out there. And to me, a lot of to me, it's a lot of it is pushed on the masses. Um, I, I think a lot of thing has to do with the connection to where prisons have to maintain their employment. So if if you have a job that has to thrive, you have to fill the prison. What way with for the prisons to have criminals? Now they're having rappers indicted on their lyrics. Now a lot of them should be smart to not commit the crimes and actually rap about them. That's stupid, but you're you're making yourself a target by doing that because they're already looking at the genre as bad. So of course you know you can debate. Well, you know. There's bad people doing stuff in the political views. They've been criminals. There's bad cops, criminals. Yeah, but they're not going to look at them first. They're going to look at this genre first. So why paint a target on the back? So I just think it has a lot to do with a lot of things combined with with the state of where we're at in 2022 as compared to 1990. A lot of stuff is being put on the internet that shouldn't be on the internet. A lot of people snitching on themselves. It's just a whole lot of mismatched craziness. And I think it, a lot of it goes hand in hand. That's why you bring up a lot of people snitching on themselves. It was the guy who bragged online about robbing ATMs and then rapped about it in a song and then went to jail and him and his crew went to jail for robbing the ATMs. Yeah, and then they man like, yo, we got a snitch. Like, no, you're the snitch. <laughs> oh man, I, I just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have these things back in the day. Right. You know, we didn't have, well, actually I did have one back. I had a, I had a Zach Morris cell phone at 18 years old mm -hmm. at 1992 and driving, a, driving, a, uh, driving uh, my Cadillac. I had a 1980 Sedan DeVille Cadillac in my, my cell phone and I was two 15s in the back and I was, yeah. I was balling, you know, yeah. in Everett, Washington. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, but it was fun. It was fun. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think that, oh, oh sorry. I didn't mean to put you up. No, I was going to say, with the internet as a gift of the curse, like, because nowadays, like you said, in 92, whatever was on TV or public access, you watched it. Or whatever was on the radio, you had to listen to it. Now, you don't even have to put the radio on. You can find, like, we find good hip-hop all the time. You know, there's uh, uh, Coastal Contra right now, killing it. Young dudes, you know, Joey Badass. You have so many dope dudes that are doing hip hop the right way as well. So we can find it now with the internet. Yeah. So we're not even attached to what's playing on the radio. I think there's, there's a website out there that shows all the internet radio stations in the world. Mm -hmm. You can go in and then, like, I could go and look at Germany and then type in, like, hip hop. It'll show me the hip hop stations out of Germany. 
or hip hop stations out of Japan, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, those, it, it's, it's a very, I, I wish I remember what the website was, but I remember seeing it once. I was like, wow, that's really, and it shows you like on a global map where they're brought, where they're located at, where they're coming from. Uh-huh. And you're right. It's, it's, you know, I think there's still a medium for, they still say that podcasting is still the wild, wild west. Yeah. Nobody's been able to dial in podcasting and the ability for you and I to do a show on our own and have thousands of viewers mm-hmm. and grow that thousands of viewers over and over again around the world. It, it's almost unstoppable, but there's no blueprint for it. So it so, is almost like a public access. Right. Everything goes mm-hmm. uh, unless you do something against, you know, some terms and conditions. Yeah. Don't do that. But, yeah. You know, but, uh, but other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of people are building that online brand. I think that's going to be another big thing for artists that are starting up as well. If they aren't able to get in front of a major label, they can make their own label. They can make their own brand. They can take control of it and, right. and grow it and actually hopefully make a comfortable living doing it. If not, at least get a start yeah. on doing some stuff and build it up and, and, and use that as a medium. But it's a lot of work. I mean, I run a brand myself and I've been doing this for years right and it does take time and a lot of people think i make a lot of money doing this i tell them you mean the lint out of my pocket yeah that's what pays yeah. for this you know right. i mean they think it happens overnight too yeah i think it happens overnight and it's like no 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 so i i've you know put i see a lot of people that do a lot of shows putting a lot of work into it and it, it'll happen it'll that that break comes that mm-hmm. moment where you just say you shift and you're like Hmm, like we were talking about sponsorships before the show right. you know, started. It's like, mm-hmm. when is the right time to go get sponsorships? How do you get sponsorships? What's a way to make it look like you have sponsors? Yeah. Wink. Or even your own merch line or even NFTs. Have you looked at doing anything in the NFT realm? Are you familiar? I have, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to still figure it out. Like I kind of know what it is, but I, you know, I wanted to try to, create one myself you know they have all these businesses now that create your own you know they they charge whatever but there's people that figured out how to do it on their own i i kind of want to do that um because that's 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 so lucrative right now i see like there's one guy that he had a picture of lebron dunking in the lakers uniform for the first time he just took a picture of it, like while it was during the game, and he sold that for like almost hundred thousand dollars an NFT, and he owned it. Like even though he didn't wasn't broadcasting it, he took a picture on NBA.com or ESPN or whatever he did, but he was the first one that did it. And it's like, wow, I want to do that with my brand. Exactly. I think you know as NFTs get. There was the big, there was NFTs were there for a while. They got the big boom. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, crypto went boom. Yeah. Everyone went crap. <laughs> you know, now what? So, you know, I think we're going to see a resurgence of it as it slowly comes back in going, what do I want to do with this? How am I going to do this? And, and people are going to take a good direction of it. There won't be a, necessarily a money grab, but it could be a branding grab. Like the interview we're doing right now. I could take it and make it an NFT and then attach your wallet to it. And any fans of your show, Full Blast Radio, I could say, hey, I have 20 of these NFTs of me sitting down with DJ Tiger. 
from the show. Now they can watch the show all they want on our website. You can share the show all you want, but if there's a fan of full blast radio. They go, I'll buy that for $10 and I'll hold on it. Cause it's a collectible item. Right. You know? And then they're like, Hey, full blast radio blows up. Guess what? I'm going to go sell this for 50 bucks. But the cool thing is you got a, we got our cut. You got your cut in your crypto. And the next time it goes, we're both getting a cut again. Yeah. That's what I heard. Like, no matter where it gets, like, you're still, the wallet's attached to it, so you're going to still get the income. Exactly. So, and that's, that's kind of like, that's, that's the way we look at it from our perspective of instead of sending out the bottle of wine or the fruit basket right, or, you know, right. the flowers saying, thank you for coming on the show. We're going to send you, hey, you, we've attached your, your wallet to our to our, to our episodes with you in it. I don't want to get into that with music because that's a whole nother ball of wax, unless it's your own music, um, you know, then that that's, that's okay. But have you looked at doing anything in virtual reality? Uh, No, I'll be honest. I didn't, you know, I heard about, you know, Facebook is now uh, meta and I'm just like, I don't know. That kind of like, I was like, are we in the matrix? Like, it was just, I don't know, it, it kind of weirded me out. I'm not going to lie. Like, I didn't know where they were going with this. Like, you can sell, sell land in virtual reality. Like, I don't know. I, I just need to get a lot more information on it because I'm quite not understanding where they're going with that. Uh, you're going to lighten me on what that yeah. metal world is. No, we've always, I've always been what I call an early adapter to technology. Okay. Uh-oh. What Oh, your mic went out. Your mic just faded out there a little bit towards the end. Oh, it did? Oh, you hit me now? Yep, I got gotcha. you. Oh, okay. But um, no, we look at we. I'm looking at it, my team and I are looking at it as in 1995, you had this thing called the internet. And it was there a little bit before that, you know, but we're talking when people kind of got it in their home. AOL was mailing out all those discs, yeah. you know, to get on yeah. AOL. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, then dial up was there and then cable internet came into play. And then, you know, then the dot-com boom came and it was get a website. And then, uh, you know, um, then it was get a website and then it was uh, get a MySpace. Then it was get a Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it was now, you know, okay, we're all online social. We got our brand going. And, you know, it's I see it as that next level of a branding experience that you can come in and get people at an early adopter age to become a very young fan. It doesn't have to be a young person, but a very early adopter first time fan and take your online brand in a 2d world and put it into a 3d environment. Wow. And then you're, you're in that world. Like we have two nightclubs in VR entry and beta in, in alt space. I've had people walk into our nightclub and go, this is amazing. This is awesome. I can see what's going on here and how big it is and even the size of it. People are like, this thing's huge, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, we're super excited because people could be watching this interview right now in our VR nightclub and be standing next to each other in a VR sense. And be like, hey, what's going on with you? Not much. Hey, you want to go check out this interview? Or, hey, you want to go down to this room and listen to these shows? Or, hey, you want to walk around and we could go here and we can chill in this environment? And it's about setting that branding footprint in there, just like saying having the first website or having the first MySpace right. or having your first Facebook page, you know, or having the first Instagram, you know, and understanding how to use hashtags or your 
TikTok videos that people can go viral on. There's a footprint there that you can rebrand or brand inside of there that will be amazing. And mm. all the companies are developing into it. You know, like you said, Meta has Horizon, but they also own Oculus, which own the goggles. You right, got right. Apple, you know, Apple, Sony, Microsoft, Google. You got the other high-end companies that are making high-end headsets as well. Um, but when we're going to see it turn into that Atari or Nintendo and every household's going to have one, that, that'll be probably, I'd say, probably two to three years out, depending on what happens this Christmas. Right. Oculus yeah. has been pushing a little bit this Christmas. They were they, I was seeing Oculus ads during the NBA last season, during the NBA games last season. Mm -hmm. So where are they going to ship their millions of dollars in and the new Oculus is coming out and how hard are they going to hit the market to compete against that already existing video game market, but it's not a video game. Exactly. Like yeah. my, when I bought my Oculus last year, two days later, I went and bought my mom and my dad one. And my mom still to this day says, Oh, I don't like it. I don't want to play video games. I'm like, it's so much more than a video game. What if I told you, you can go watch a movie like you're in an IMAX theater and there's other people in the IMAX theater with you. You can chill and 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 talk like hey what's going on da, 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 and have fun you can go to meetings you can go to metaphysical meetings you go to church meetings you can go to there's aa meetings in 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 in, in the metaverse wow. yeah and it's all and you're there with real people there's there's open mic nights there's comedy nights there's djs streaming in in vr you mm -hmm. know putting it up and, and putting their shows in there and, and the thing is just like we were talking about before is having that regular schedule and if you start building that regular schedule there, it's like having your own virtual venue. And people will put the goggles on and come in. And you don't have to have goggles to do it either. You can do it right from a, a, a computer. You can mm -hmm. do it from a 2D environment too and enter into the world and, and be a part of the show and in there. But we wow. definitely see that as the next thing of what to watch. The next 10 to 15 years, we are investing into Web3 technology and VR, AR technology. That's wow. going to be the way to go. Definitely. Um, but back to the music. Yeah, no doubt. Who's, who's the most inspiring person you've ever had on your show? And tell us why this person has had inspired you. Um, so like someone I interviewed or? Um, Somebody that's been on your show. Um, I would say. You know, I had, I was thinking of DJs. Um, also, my son, firstborn, he started his business. Um, it's called Red Tech, does computer, custom, uh, and networking. Uh, he's actually here with me for the summer. Um, I interviewed him and his cousin. They started their own business, and um, they're based in Florida. And, uh, he really, uh, inspired me more because like I saw his his passion for like like what I'm doing now he's doing at half my age like I wasn't thinking at my age what he's doing like what he what he's doing now at uh, 26 so it's like it amazes me like wow like you know I was still a knucklehead you know <laughs> 26 still trying to find out what I'm doing you know and I started later on you know like especially with you know full blast radio, but he's doing now like what I'm doing, 
at half my age. So that was definitely inspiring. And uh, but also uh, DJ um, Diamond, who now DJs for EPMD, real good friend of mine. I interviewed him, and uh, he's a real good dude. Um, first and foremost, and you know he's about the culture, you know, of hip hop, and you know we had those talks, you know, where it's going, this and that, and about the integrity of saluting, uh, respect the DJ. He has a track out about that, and. Um, but um, interviewed um, oh somebody yeah people uh, brother Jay from S Clan interviewed Jay Rule the damager Dawn Robinson from Vogue um, but those ones that just stood out to me uh, first just because uh you know the personal you know I said my son my firstborn and uh, DJ Diamond you know. Um, do you think that the the younger generation? I've talked this with this about. I've talked about this with my friend Giorgio time and time again about the ability of me being able to produce episodes so quickly, mm-hmm. and obviously distribution was always a pain point because when when we had public access, we could only put on one show per week. That was it. Right. They wouldn't give us any more than that because they had to leave it open for other people. Once YouTube got out there. And made it that you could distribute. Heck, you could distribute. If, as long as you were had a video and you had it edited and you, you uploaded it, you could upload, 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 upload as much right. as you want and build your channel out, have channel going and put a show up. And I mean, podcasting was there, audio podcasting was there, and video podcasting. There wasn't really a model for video podcasting. You could have attached a, a video file to it, mm-hmm. But there was no way to take it with you because the iPod right. video didn't exist yet until 2008, right. 2005. But once that iPod video came out, it gave creators a way to say, hey, you can now get it and take it with you. And then once the iPhone came out and that podcast could be downloaded when you were on yeah. Wi-Fi from anywhere, anywhere, it's on the go. And if you're subscribed, it's anywhere. Do you think technology has played in a part in giving your son the ability to – be where he's at at such a younger age than where you're at now? Most definitely. He's like, you know, he he owns his own business doing that. You know, he doesn't work for anyone. You know, at, at 26, 27. Um, yeah, that's definitely helped him. You know, he's he's built custom computers, sold them, you know, got another computer. Um, he's um, he's worked from here, you know, um, going remote, you know, um, People picking up orders, like, you know, he has a shop down there in Florida. And um, so, to, yeah, the technology is, like I said, it's, it's a given a curse. Like, when it's used the right way, it's, you know, the advantages are, like, endless, you know, compared to, like I said, what, what we had, you know. Um, you know, and it's, 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 it's getting, like, every day it's, it's something just another step, another step, like you said, with the virtual stuff. And so he's like for them to be, you know, we we learned it kind of like with the music, how we saw how it changed. We saw the technology from the dot com where it started. These kids are born into it. So there's so many young entrepreneurs at a young age making, like you said, a kid, you know, making twenty five thousand. You know, in a month, 15,000, you know, like that was, you know, my mind state that was unheard of. 
you know, at that age for me. So. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, we had to put the hustle down and what could we squeeze out of a dollar if the nightclub owner wasn't letting us make a dollar? Yeah. You know, we throw a show and you'd want to try to make money at the show. And then they'd come out and go, I mean, the horror story is, Oh, the artist cost me $5,000 to bring here. Okay. This place holds a thousand people. I'm going to charge $10 a head for everyone to get in. Oh, well then I want to cut of the door. Yeah, and you're like, wait a second, I'm, the doors was supposed to be paying me back so I can cover the artists and the opening DJs and right. my marketing promo. So they almost made it so you'd have even if you sold out 100, percent you'd still be underwater on the show. Shady promoters, yeah, you know, shady, shady, shady nightclub owners and, and stuff like that. Or they'll pay the bottle girls, they'll pay to rent the club out, but oh, we didn't make that enough, and they want to stiff the DJ. Yeah, that would be some I respect the DJ, like. I don't care how great the alcohol and the food is. If the DJ sucks or you don't got one, you don't have a point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. we always got the show that instead. That was great. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just those ups and downs and, and the politics of the entertainment industry. But, you know, a lot of people can get, a lot of things can get exposed very quickly now. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, very quickly now. You know, you go to a nightclub and unfortunately a nightclub, if they're not popping and someone's on the floor and they go, Hey, I, I don't like it. I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they take a picture and it's dead in the club. Yeah. Everyone goes, it's dead there. People that were going in, like, oh, okay. We're not going yeah. there now. I'm not going there now. It's yeah. dead. They're going over here. Yeah. So, you know, that's been a, a, an immediate dynamic that can have an effect on um, on things. Even just doing this, though, in the nightclub and watching yeah. the DJs. Yeah. You know, taking Seven away up. from us. You know, we used to watch the show. We used to dance. We used to watch yeah. the show. It, we didn't all carry around Polaroid cameras in our back pocket and go, snap, yeah. snap, selfie, yeah. snap, yeah. snap. I mean, very. I can't even remember seeing a Polaroid camera in the club, no. let alone what a, ca- what a club even let you bring a camera into the club. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, no. So um, here's a question for you. We were talking about your, your son earlier. Which immediate family member of yours is your biggest fan? Um. Oh, that's I not guess, supposed to go there. <laughs> I mean, I would say not that like like any bigger than like say my mom, my sister, or my wife. But my pops was like really like he saw the love and support. I'm getting like. Cause he he really stressed that like wow man like just seeing seeing what you've been doing and it, like he said it to me he's like yo I, I've seen you I you you've gotten better in your craft because he you know he was there when I was trying to do it and you know I I do beats and everything and you know making music and he's really he's seen the growth and like I was getting records from him you know I would take the records and before I was buying records. And was, you know, messing with the records and, you know, not knowing what the music was, just hearing it in the house. You know, he was playing the Weather Report, Shaka Khan, Earth, Wind and Fire, you know what I mean? Hearing it at family functions and, you know, he had the vinyl. So I was taking his records and, and doing it. And now it's like, I'm still doing, I'll do a vinyl show. I've, I've done a whole Stevie Wonder set on 45s. Um, 
I've got records from my uncle and my aunt. They gave me um, a whole bunch of his records. Some of his records were in there because his brother stole the record from him, didn't give it back. And, uh, you know, we had like funny conversations about that. But uh, yeah, I would say him because he was like, he saw and he's seen, like he'll come in the stream every now and then. And it's a funny thing. He'll come in and be like, Tiger, play me that Toto joint. Like he's a big fan of Toto. He put me on the Toto, uh, Africa and like all the songs like back then. And so every time he comes to stream, he's like, ah, I need it. I need that total song, you know, and everyone laughs, you know, so it's like a thing. But uh, yeah, I'd say him, you know, uh, my wife, you know, she been there with me, like when I wanted to start the business, like, you know, legally, you know, Colbert's Enterprises, the Inc. I started it uh, Labor Day weekend, 2020. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's been instrumental on you know, helping that the business side of it, um, ideas for shows and everything. So, you know, I say it's an equal thing around, but yeah, that visual of him, like, you know, talking to me about it, you know, it's was, it was pretty dope. And awesome. I, I kind of realized he was mine, like, like figuring out later on, like the music, like, because I, I would, the feeling I would get playing these records, like, it came from somewhere and then it, it clicked, like, it was him like getting his records and playing them, not knowing when I was hearing them, but just doing the scratching and thinking I'm ruining the records, you know. But uh, yeah, they just came full circle like now, and I'm 52, you know. So that, that was and, dope. And knowing what you know now, if you could go back 25 years in music history or forward 50 years in music future, which one would you pick and why? Which one would I pick of what? If you, if you knew what you knew now, okay. and you can go 25 years back uh, in music history or forward 50 years in music future, which one do you pick and why? Um, yeah, I was going to say a joke, but I, I'd go back in time and uh, uh, <laughs> block Diddy for playing songs. No, but uh, <laughs> no, no, seriously, uh, Man, I don't know. I, you know, I just think everything was is meant to happen. Um, you know, is good and bad because it's you know, there's a yin and yang to everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I don't know. I guess maybe the knowledge of what I'm doing now with the music. You know, uh, a great appreciation for maybe collecting. Uh, I don't know, because, you know, music marks time, you know, in history. So I think, you know, rather bad or good, it's meant to happen at that certain time. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I love what I'm doing now. I love what I was doing then. But just seeing it grow to what it is now, especially the support, like, I always reiterate that with like I said, my full left tribe, like, you know, not to down people I, I grew up with growing up doing parties and stuff, but um, just the support of people I just met over the last two years, it's been overwhelming, you know? Um, so, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's beyond words, you know? And what is your ultimate goal 
as a DJ? Um, you know, um, I've been uh, working with, with the artist Samsung. We, we try to release an album. I, actually, uh, this Monday coming up on the mother's birthday, we're trying to release it. Uh, it might get pushed back. Um, but just putting out the music, man, just people enjoying. I've just seen what this pandemic has done, you know, bringing people together. You know, people I've had, I, there's stories, man, I have of good friends. Um, someone met their long lost brother that they never met before. And he happened to come on my stream during a show and during the pandemic. And she recognized his name and found out it was a long lost brother. Like just stuff you can't even make up. You know what I mean? Like you can't put that into words like what this music has done. You know, like created a, a new a new family. You know, I've had meet and greets. We're having one next year. We've had we had one. Um, um, and it's just uh, this year, and it's just just keep just keep showing the love for the music. You know, it just it elevates everybody. You know, um, people that's going through stuff. People telling me that what what we've done for them. Like, I didn't even realize that, you know? And it's, that's the best feeling right there. Everything else comes second, the accolades or the money. Yeah, it's cool, but just knowing that it's bringing people together is it's a dope feeling. You can't, you can't get around it. I'm going to bring in a viewer comment right now from, um, I hope I say this right, Mick Takala. Mick Takala, yep. And saying that, yeah, that was a great moment. It almost brought me to tears. Yeah. That moment yeah. you were talking about there. Give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to all your viewers that are actually watching right now. I, I, I've been watching the chat room because it's paired with my chat room here on Restream because we did right. the cool Restream thing. But you got some viewers just going, blowing it up over there. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. On and everything. Uh -huh. I just yeah, want to give a shout out to everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching the show this evening with us. One last couple, couple last questions before I let you go here, though. What do you prefer to do when you're taking a break from music? Oh man, I sit back and when our football season is on, um, we start watching uh, football tomorrow. Um, you see the team I got, you know, so we won't go into their trials and tribulations, but uh, you know, football, uh, movies, you know, movie night. Uh, we, we try to have movie nights too on Twitch, which is pretty dope too. We got to start that back up, but uh, yeah, when I'm not doing music, man, I mean, which is it does take up like most of my day, even when I'm not. DJ, I'm preparing for shows. You know, every Tuesday we have a show called Your Version. Don't sound like this. It's all remixes and mashups, stuff we think about uh, on the fly. Um, but yeah, I'm usually just, you know, kick back in the house. You know, I have the TV on or I'm just, my mind is creating different stuff or trying to create ideas for new shows. Do you listen to other people's podcasts or, or live streams? Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, different podcasts on YouTube. Um, I watch from, I watch Corey Holcomb, I watch Joe Budden, I watch uh, Rory Mall. Um, um, I have shows on on my show on my platform that I'm not on that I watch. We have a comics and wrestling show on Fridays. Um, you say comics and wrestling? Comics and wrestling, yeah, full blast comics and wrestling, like. I'm a fan of comics, Marvel comics, DC comics, movie shows. So they, they talk about that as well. Um, 
their shows on uh, Twitch. I watch you know, certain DJs that we support and rock out with. Um, so I don't know if you know Selector 720, Reboot Radio, uh, dope DJs and, and, and dope people as well. Nice. And one last thing, you do have merchandise available on your website. Tell our DJ Sessions viewers about that. Yeah, so, you know, I have the logo, Full Blast Radio, um, which has been trademarked. And, um, but also, uh, the Real DJs Matter sponsors, Full Blast Radio. Uh, we have merch for the DJs as well. Uh, you can go to shop.realdjsmatter.com or shop.fullblastradio.com. Uh, old school hip hop merch. Um, merch with our logos on it. We have, uh, Full Blast Tribe merch. Uh, who got the vibe? It's the tribe, y'all. That's from the scenario song. Um, uh, yeah, just different merch, man. Uh, that you know, people have been buying and, and supporting as well. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing at a comment that one of my moms just put in there. There's an ongoing joke about Pringles. Uh, they know about it. Um, but uh, yeah, all my merch is you can find the merch on the website, uh, on Switch as well. Uh, we have links to the merch as well. Awesome. And is there anything else you want to say before we let you go this evening to our fans, to your fans? Oh yeah, man. Just keep supporting, man. Full Blast Radio, man. We uh, we we love the uh, everyone that comes on the stream. They they have a, uh, a good time. It's positive, you know. We don't deal with the trolls and negativity. We get them out of there, you know, uh, but it's a positive vibe. Um, we, we're having a meet and greet next year in March. Uh, more details will come very soon. And, you know, hip hop's birthday is next year. Uh, we're planning a big event for uh, a meet and greet for hip hop's golden anniversary, uh, three day weekend. Uh, more details will be on the website and on Twitch is that soon. Just want to thank you, man, for having me on on this as well, man. The DJ sessions, man. Uh, follow them, y'all got a big following as well, man. Hopefully, you know we can connect, do some more stuff, and uh, as well. Absolutely, I'm. We we stay in touch with every artist, every guest that comes on the show. At least every six months, we will have invite them to come back on, be on the series, because uh, every we're all doing something new, you know, right. you know. I, could do every four months, but we got to give other people chances to be on the show. Right. Yeah. So, so I feel six months is kind of that good, that good turning point. And say, what have you been up to? Want to come back yeah. on? You know, and and you know, in this business, I think since I started from just doing a live streaming DJ show, that you know, I have like eight different subgenres of, of of my series. We have the contest, and now the live interviews, the exclusive mixes, the news stories, the new website, the VR Nikos. That just means there's going to be more new stuff coming down the pipeline. Right. You know, if somebody isn't staying in touch with me every six months, they're missing out on some good stories. And yeah. I know that I'm missing out on other good stories from other people if I'm not staying in touch with them every six right. months as well. And it's all a collaborative effort. We all work together to help mm -hmm. us grow. You know, it's it's I, at our core of our organization is the foundation that we support independent artists. The yeah. big names are great. But it's the indies that are really keeping this alive. It's just like small business in America is really 98% of businesses in America are small right. business. Exactly. You know, people don't people don't get that. So help out the little guy, help out the small business, you know. And I said and that about big, my stream, too. Like it there's there'd be 40 people in there, 
and people were like, oh, man, it should be more people. I'm like, look, I'll have 400 dedicated people and 400 that just come every now and then. You know, we made the transition from YouTube to Twitch. I've told people to come over, but the people that truly support it have been coming over and rocking, man. It's, it's Absolutely. Been a Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, where can people find out more information about what you got going on? You already dropped it earlier, but what's the best place to go to? Um, definitely. Um, I'm live um, just about every day on Twitch, uh, Full Blast okay. Radio, uh, my website, fullblastradio.com. Um, actually, my app also, I have a Full Blast Radio app you can download for your Android and, and Apple. Uh, my stream on there. Uh, you didn't tell me you had an app. Yeah, it, all this is coming to me now. So, yeah, you can download the app, uh, stream the music. Um, and when I drop merch, um, you should get the alert that merch has been added. Uh, you know, you get alerts on your phone from certain apps. Oh, yeah. You should get that as well. Um, it, it took me about two years to get our app right, up and running and finally got it built last last year. I think I finally submitted it to both. I had it in Google Play for a while. But okay. it took us a while to get it over to the Apple side of things. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's version cool. one, but it does the trick for now. The only mm -hmm. thing is, I wanted an app for those dang push notifications. <laughs> push no yep, exactly. And you I'm know, glad, yeah, I got an update online. Was, I'll be able to. I was able to do that. That was yeah. a real important thing. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, DJ Tiger, for coming on the series, coming on the show tonight. We're going to have you back on, and I had a great time. And, and give big shout out to all your fans that jumped in the chat room. I wish I. I don't have a way to see all the names of everyone that jumped in, but uh, it was busy over on your side of the fence tonight. And I just want to say thank you tribe. so much. Full yes, Blast indeed. Tribe. Yes, awesome. Thank, thank you for coming you. on the show. Anytime, man. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Please. On that note, don't forget to go to our website, thedjsessions.com. Find us on Meta, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. We're out there, but everything's at thedjsessions.com. Exclusive mixes, live interviews, news stories, over 600 news stories curated to the industry every month. VR nightclubs, find us on Roku, Amazon Fire, Google Play, soon to be Apple TV. But the best place to go for everything we do and to get our mobile app is thedjsessions.com. That's DJ Tiger coming from Atlanta. I'm Darren coming to, from, coming to you from the virtual studios in Seattle, Washington for the DJ Sessions virtual sessions and remember on the dj sessions the music never stops <laughs>